Valley Bros Podcast, episode 85. Ocho, Cinco. It make me yeah. a Every time I'm in my city, I be hacking like my shit don't stink. Yeah. Used to clean my rolling chain with alcohol and in the sink. Kendrick. Riding around with niggas that I grew up with since McNeil. Bumping me against the world. Hello, Hello world. Kendrick here. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And I'm too much for these niggas. I'm three much for these hoes. Yeah. I'm too much for these niggas. I'm three much for these hoes. I'm too Rose much for these niggas. I'm too much for these hoes. Wayne told me that. And that's just how it goes. Yeah. Michael Jordan. You ready to start your weekend off the right way? Don't worry, we got you covered. Bitch, acting bad and getting rich. Pull up on them 26s. I'm a vanity slave. I'm a seller. Jesus Christ, please forgive me for my ways. I don't know why your bitch wanna fuck me. I don't know. And I don't know why you fuck niggas can't see. I'm a compound, represent a concrete backflipper, aka that nigga. I don't think anybody, you know what, you know what I was thinking about? There's, it, it would be very tough to be, I, well, let me play the drop. All right, bet. Because I don't want to say this and then. Terrence, can you turn your TV off? Yes. The most unprofessional, unprofessional. I look, I ain't waiting for you today. Yo, 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 it's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 85, Ocho Cinco episode. Only yes, way to go. Yes, sir. Um, the Chad Johnson episode, if you don't know. The most legendary 85. Literally, cha- his name is Ocho. People don't even call him Chad. They just say Ocho. Ocho. My guy. Shout out I Am Athlete Podcast. Look, look, I'll, 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 Kali. People be acting like they know people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 85 weeks consistent. Shout out to uh, man. this man that's sitting to the right of me. 85 sure. weeks is dope, bro. That's dope. You know, we never really introduce ourselves. Nah. We don't. We uh, never say, you know, welcome to the show. This is such and such. If you watch the visual, I put the, the names on the visual joint yeah. under it. But you know what I'm going to start doing? Instead of putting our names, I'm going to put our Instagram name. I just think that's more progressive. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So people this is me on Instagram. So, like, you know what I do? You should do name and Instagram. When I find people on YouTube, I be like, damn, I wonder if they have an Instagram. Yeah. And you know what? It'd be dope if that. I might start doing y'all to see it when it pops up. Turn up. But 85 weeks consistent, dog. Man. Turn up. It's been a long week, I felt like. Since last week, I felt like it's been a long ass week. It's been week. a little while. It, well, it feels like it. You know what I was getting ready to say, though? But I don't think... I w- well, this morning when I went to the gym, I just went through Kendrick's whole shit, bro. And I was like, damn. It would be tough to beat that man in the verses. Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. Nah. Uh, Only because I'm picking six tracks from Good Kid, Mad City. Of two, four of my 20. Damn, yeah. Like, I would be picking six from or seven from that album. Then you have four other albums to pick from. Kendrick will get smoked in the verses. We're not doing this. You I'm tripping. Saying, I'm not doing this. Tripping. Tripping. By who? He would just get smoked. But the verses about energy. You're going to sit there and you sit there and you say, act like y'all don't remember Kendrick, man. Terrell, you sit there and you want to talk about fucking energy. Whenever I say somebody's getting with losing the verses, you'll be like, oh, it ain't about this. It's about energy. It's like battle rap. 
Damn, I can't play music on here, can I? Now you're trying to say it's like uh, Kendrick. I'm not saying you can't, but I should. Huh. Nah, you shouldn't. All right. Damn. I do think we should say for the Niners that are watching on... I said for the Niners that normally watch on Patreon. Hold on, wait. Before you get there. Okay. My bad. Why you say that? Because I feel like he's not going to... I just feel like other people will have more energy than him. But and, and versus isn't about how good you are. It's about energy. Ja Rule and Fat Joe. Go look at that one again. Kendrick is not Fat Joe. No, I'm just saying the essence of what but Fat Ken- Joe thought he could do, you lost. Because this nigga Ja Rule has hits. You know what I mean? If I'm Kendrick, I'm going to play my hits, but I'm also going to play my shit. People think Kendrick don't have enough hits. That's what people don't get. I feel like Kendrick has hits. He could go in a verse. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she could get it safe. <laughs> that shit will go off in the verses. Mm. Swimming pools. Terrell, why are you starting with this know. nonsense, we started bro? With the, we started with the Kendrick. Fuck you. Wow, we did. Yeah. See, I'm thinking about all... Y'all don't know me and Terrell be having to shoot different uh, intros because we don't be knowing which one to go with. Some <laughs> of them just don't ring. We just pick one. So I'm not even thinking about the Kendrick. Damn. I'm like, you want to start with some Kendrick in a versus? Nah, nobody just, wants to see Kendrick Lamar yeah. in a versus. I'm sorry. Uh, you're right. Nobody wants nobody, to see. Nobody can see him. Nobody wants to. He will get smoked. Maybe Jay. Maybe Kendrick Drake. Lamar, we got we to gotta keep it 100. Kendrick Lamar's not a versus. Yes, he is. It's just crazy that y'all don't think that. It's crazy. 100% It's people saying that Jay-Z will get smoked for the same reason that, K, that Kendrick will get smoked. Because we respect your music, but like in a versus, it's different. Nah, nobody could beat Jay. Kendrick versus Jay would honestly be dope. Y'all 20, sleeping on Kendrick's catalog. It's only 20 tracks. It's 20? That's what we're not thinking about. All right, look, we're not starting with this shit. Last week, we started with T.I. versus. We're not starting with versus, versus every week. No, Sorry, y'all, if y'all want to hear versus. Fucking do one. Right. <laughs> right. That's how I feel. Bitch ass nigga keep coming up here with versus oh, yeah, go ahead, Go ahead and blame me. Man, listen to Terrence and do the fucking video. Terrence sounded passionate on that versus, man. Terrell's holding us back. <laughs> Dead ass. What was I going to say, though? What was I going to say? I gonna say? Oh, yeah, for the people that watch the podcast, believe it or not, the podcast is visually only on YouTube now. It used to be on our Patreon as an exclusive. Um, but we no longer do that anymore because of copyright issues with the music. Y'all have no idea what I go through trying to just get that one clip over there. In front of the podcast, believe it or not. I also told her I feel like our Patreon is going to be less about the podcast and more about all of the content that we do. Yeah. I don't want people to go over there and just see podcast episodes. You know, if you subscribe, I want you to see the weekend video, the gunner video, mm-hmm. the damn review. And I don't want you to have to scroll past podcast episodes. That's why we made the decision to put it on YouTube. So. Right. And if you subscribe to the Patreon, you can still see all of the old visual podcasts that mm-hmm. aren't available on YouTube. So if you ever want to yeah. go back and watch episode 30-whatever. Right. And for my Niners that loved it, I know y'all loved it. I know y'all loved it. And maybe one day in the future we can add that apart. Like if we never know what a podcast could go, I would love to bring that aspect back. But it's just an extra leg of work that I don't feel like doing anymore because believe it or not, Niners, it ain't a lot of y'all watching over there. Let's keep mm-hmm. it on Hondo. I look at the numbers. There ain't a oh. whole lot of people watching for that workload that I will have to do for that. So, shout out to y'all. Love y'all. You know what I'm saying? For, for loving that, but. For sure. All right. Um, I think it's only right to start with, you know, some love for Kobe and Gigi. 100. Uh, we recording this on Wednesday. And um, 
today is the two-year anniversary of his passing. And mm-hmm. I hate, I do not believe in celebrating the death day, but it was a hot topic, so. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. Uh, and rest in peace to the seven other passengers who was on the mm-hmm. that plane that day. Seven passengers or six? Not too sure. Let's just say seven for safety. Yeah. Um, because we don't want to leave nobody out. But I guess I'll ask you this question. Um, what impact? Uh oh. Get your get your speech voice ready. What impact did Kobe have on you? Because if y'all don't know, Terrence has a Kobe poster, eighty Kobe books. <laughs> like, and Terrence, it was crazy because Terrence had like this Kobe phase. That literally happened like right before he passed away. Yep. Terrence kept saying, Yo, I'm watching these. I would come in this room and see an old ass video highlight. And I'm like, <laughs> Why are you watching this? <laughs> but um, what impact did Kobe have on you? And then, you know, how did his death affect you? <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be that type of, that type of uh, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm putting you on the spot because I know that he had a profound effect on you. Yeah, I'm, not the huge, I'm not the biggest basketball guy. Yeah. So I wasn't necessarily the hugest Kobe fan. Of course I knew Kobe, but I would know. say I told this I tell the story all the time. I hated Kobe for years. I was a Suns fan in 09. In 08, I was a mm-hmm. Suns fan. So like for real, for real, I used to hate Kobe. He used to just make shit. And I used to just feel like, like, I don't know if y'all remember the shot where he should he puts that shit right in Roger Bell's grill and he smacked Alvin Gentry on the on the ass. I've never hated a professional sports player more than Kobe that day. Cause yeah. <laughs> it was I think they was up they was up two one. It was the last game in Phoenix. He shot that shit. We knew we was three one. We're gonna go to LA and lose. I was a big Suns fan, y'all. But long story short, I started out hating Kobe and then once he retired, it just seemed like his re- the night that they retired his jerseys, and he tells a speech where he says, mm-hmm. I know y'all heard it because it's real popular and it's been everywhere. But he said he basically talks about how those days where you're too tired and you don't feel like doing it, he talks about how that's the journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that literally is it. Like, it's not the trophy. It, you know what I'm saying? What did he say? It's not the destiny, it's the journey. It's not the, I think it's not the, the destination, it's the journey. That's what right. he said. Yep. Didn't yeah. he say that when he... Uh, was getting everything retired when he got his jerseys retired. Yeah, mm-hmm. and honestly, I don't think he realized how much like that was important for a lot of people. Even like me, I'm like, all right, bet. Like, you would think that he all he cares about is the trophies, because most sports <clears throat> people only give a fuck about the rings and shit. But long story short, the Kobe that I really fucked with was the Kobe post basketball. I don't think people realize who we really lost. Like Kobe is co-founder of. Of body armor, that that um uh-huh. that um energy drink or not an energy drink, but it's like Gatorade. Yeah, I mean like co-founder, like and they just sold to somebody. His family got a big stake or something. One hundred. Yeah, but like Kobe was still doing so much more of that. But like if you know what Kobe has with with Granity, if you know what he has with which is his film company, because mm-hmm. Kobe started a whole film company. Like to me, Kobe going and winning an Oscar after basketball. Just let me know that the shit that he says is just not bullshit. You know, I, as a film dude, I'm like, all right, yeah, that shit that he's saying is cool for basketball, but for life, you know, he's good. You know how you see somebody, you're like, all right, yeah, he's good at basketball, like whatever. He mm-hmm. was able to say, okay, I'm going to go get an Oscar. Like, first sports, first sports player to ever win an Oscar. Niggas don't realize that. 
Literally nobody has ever won an Oscar and played a professional sport except Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So dope. and then he won an Oscar for playing like it was about basketball. So to me, what was the movie? It was a short film called uh, like Love Basketball. I think it's called I Love Basketball. I think so. Yep. It was an amazing short film. Bottom line, I just felt like Kobe Bryant was just showing that like, all right, bet. I'm gonna be great in life. Period. I'm not just about to be great in and what it was. And if you just look at who he was becoming, it was what called, always it was called Deer Basketball. My bad. Deer Basketball. Dope. Yes. Uh, he's just a great dude. I watched the Kobe, the la- the th- what did I watch before Kobe passed away? The All The Smoke episode when he was on All The Smoke podcast. And I was like, damn, like, I really fucked with Kobe. The day before Kobe passed away, somebody asked me at my job, they said, if you could get trained by any basketball player, who would it be? And I said, Kobe. They was like, it wouldn't be LeBron, it wouldn't be nobody else. And I said, nah, because Kobe not going to let me be on bullshit. Right. I literally said that, and then the next day it was that. Not to say anything, but it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, it was just I just remember the day it was wild. It was just a wild random thing to see. And um I think he was right about like the the journey and it kind of encompasses what the whole nine is about not to bring our own shit in, but I would say Mohammed, Co- stories like Kobe are the reason are the why reason I think about for, my shit the way I do. Yeah. Yep. Are the reason for why we speak on the, what the whole nine is about. It's really about a journey. And when I when I tell people about what the whole nine is, when people say, "Hey, look, what is that whole nine stuff about?" I always say it take you 9 months to get to the earth. So there's a nine in front of you before you even get here. That's what I'm saying before you even start this one, and you, that's you, the, you go nine. Right. You know what I'm saying? That takes you nine months. Right. To, you know, that's the start of my brand story. You know, brand statement when I explain it to people. But I'm pretty sure, like when Kobe looked at all of those rings, those five rings, you see nothing but the work it took to get this one, this one, this one. When I think about that picture of Tom Brady with the seven, yeah, it's not just rings. We've seen. We see people with bust-down jewelry and watches every day. Yeah, but them but, rings, you know the journey behind them. Rings. Exactly. And I yep. think Kobe kind of embodied winning for real and right. being outdoing everybody yeah. and being the extra nigga that wants to do all the extra work. So To me, Kobe's like the dude that, you're, that my dad used to always tell me about when I was young. My mm-hmm. dad used to always do that. It's a little boy sitting somewhere right now. While you playing this game, he's working on his left hand. Yeah. Back yeah. when I played basketball, my left hand was trash. I don't know if y'all play basketball, y'all niggas left hand is trash can't Man, go Terrence had to play. I had to watch. But look, I did want to say you don't, you don't, sometimes you don't know who's inspiring you until they're not here anymore. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know Kobe was inspiring me, inspiring me like he was until he wasn't here to inspire me anymore. And I just have look, to look back at that. You know what I mean? That's so, true. Also, you don't know who you're inspiring, whoever might be listening to this. Even if you're just a, the cashier at wherever, you might not think that you make a big splash, but yep. you never know who you're inspiring. That's true. And you also never know when your nine is going to be complete. Nope. You really can't, you really can't guess. Mm-mm. And so you just got to do everything you can while you're here. But RP to Kobe and Gigi... I think that is just, to me, it's one of the most tragic losses in just yeah. celebrity slash sports history. Yeah. He's no, he's no, he's literally Kobe Bryant. Right. An era of our entire basketball history went down in that helicopter and his future, too. Right. Y'all don't realize that Gigi was about to be the, the WNBA to face. She would have eventually been the logo. 
Yeah. She would have been the next Diana Taurasi. If you go on Kobe's page, look at what he was posting just 10, 20 days before he passed away. And just look at the type of dude he was. He really lost somebody who was great. And, like, he was not, like, slowing down. Like, he was literally on niggas' ass. Like, not on people's ass when I mean, I mean, like, in his life, he was still inspiring. You know what yep. I mean? You know how many people was getting in the, the WNBA because of Kobe Bryant having a daughter and being so, such an advocate for the WNBA? People were turning their eyes that way. Yeah. I wouldn't have my WNBA sweater if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant. That's a fact. I wouldn't have just went and picked it up. I saw him support, and because I fucked with him, I said, I'm going to amp up my support. And then we ended up winning a fucking uh, championship. Hey, Mystics. Some of y'all don't have a WNBA team with a championship. I'm sorry. We can't relate. Some of y'all bum-ass WNBA teams have never been. Hey, Mystics. Hold on. Well, y'all didn't win this year. We, what was, what's we the won right before for? Rona. We won right before Rona the same year my Nationals won the pennant. Fuck with us. Y'all, Washington ain't that bad. The y'all only trash team, team is the football team. <laughs> and y'all basketball team gave up a 35-point lead. Speak on that. Speak on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness, y'all. You know what? I got a notification that said Wizards routing Clippers. It was 55 to 20 <laughs> I, 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 or something. I, the, the Wizards Instagram page be lit until we start losing. They be lit Brad Beal. Then they just put final score. And we be like, y'all went out there and lost? That was some bullshit, though. If you saw that game, we definitely were supposed to foul, dude, so that they could shoot free throws. Because it was only like five seconds left. We fouled him, and he shot the ball and made it. From three. From three. It was the most fluke-ass win ever. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma low-key was fucking up that game. That's my man. But in that game, man. You got to make up your mind. You do. No, I mean you. Oh, I'm talking about Kyle Kuzma. One day you want to no, say Kyle was man, Kuzma but like, was great. The next day you want to say. We had the ball. All we had to do was inbound. It was a five-second violation. So they got the ball. Come on. We can't. We can't. That's, yeah. that's, that's high school shit. I all guess. right. Um, fuck your wizards. Um, I wanted to. Um, what I want to ask you. Oh, I wanted to ask you about um, AB. Okay. Three weeks out. Y'all know Antonio Brown walked off the field, whatever. We all know the story. But we talked about it when it first happened. You you feelings change at all? Or? Honestly, I feel like AB is living his life, and I won't busy my mind with worrying about what he's doing. At first, I thought he just didn't want to play football like that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really need this shit to be taking any disrespect if he felt disrespected. But, like, seeing him saying that he want to play with Lamar Jackson, now it's like, all right, I'm over this shit. Because yeah. you're just going to go to the Ravens and do the same shit. Right. You was with... I remember when you was with the Raiders and you said you wanted to go and play with Brady. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I felt like, yeah, you know what? He would be dope. And that happened. But now, look, if you're not going to work with Tom Brady, yeah, if you can't figure it out with that, I really don't give a fuck anymore because you're making millions while we sitting here watching you just do whatever you want. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't want – I mean, I think since the last time I spoke on AB, yeah. I didn't blame Bruce Arians enough. And honestly, we don't know – Everything, but what we do know is that Bruce Arians and that that coaching staff is not innocent, and I think they're all. I think they all are. I think everybody had played a role in this shit. Only thing about AB is that he didn't necessarily. If you listen to the I Am Athlete podcast with um Brandon Marshall, 
I just didn't, AB just didn't really say, like, he didn't really give you no reason to kind of, he didn't, he's not open at all to like, all right, well, maybe I could have not done all of that. He completely stands by everything he did. And it's like, you can't walk up, it's not even that you walked up on the coaches, like, okay, cool, but. Yeah. Who, nobody wants you on their team if you're going to do that. I don't want your ass in Denver. So, I don't know. I just wanted to follow up on that because I know we talked about it when it was fresh. And honestly, yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not too worried about him anymore. I'm really not. AB, live your life, do your thing. If you're coming to mm-hmm. the Skins or I'm sorry, the Washington football team, bet. Y'all gonna take y'all we'll take, take the, them. We'll take the drama. We'll take the drama. You know we ain't we ain't no stranger to drama, drama in Washington. Get his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there, AB. Clinton Porter's is in jail. <laughs> Come on, bro. That was I feel like Clinton Porter's got got he got trick bro he signed up for some shit that he didn't even want to all right bet terrell you ain't got shit on your what's name i do so uh i got a bunch of shit that happened i don't know if you have anything that's niche i would say do you think that it will ever be do you think that it's a trend even the all right bet i'm not gonna say do you think it's a trend we all know that women hating men is a trend or do or well i'll ask you do you think that women hating men is a trend? What do you mean? Uh, I think women that, hating men, like women saying shit like "I hate men." Women, a woman can get on her 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 timeline right now and be like "I hate men," and she might get a bunch of retweets for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. That's because I think it's trendy. I don't think it's never. I mean, look, I think it is literally like a cool thing now. It's like it's more relatable. It's like shitting on your nine to five job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you go to work and say, man, fuck this place. All right, man, this motherfucking place, they taking advantage of us. But people that's working, they're going to say, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. They didn't let me get my off, my off day, my vacation. <laughs> Look, if you're going around saying, man, this is a beautiful job. Man, it's a great job. I love this place. Most people are going to be like, Look, this motherfucker love being here. What's wrong with them? You know? Look, it's the same thing for these girls and men. Because for real, for, imagine you a girl getting on Twitter saying, I love men. Men are great. Love men. Oh, yeah, Most women going to be you. like, what they the fuck is wrong with you? you? Have you experienced men? That's what they're going to think. Mm-hmm. So this is the only question it's that a- I have for you. Do you think that that will ever be out of trend? Do you think that the man-hating trend that we have right now will elevate to a point where it's the opposite, where it's not necessarily trendy to be? It's And you know what's crazy? Well, just to answer the question, I, I think um, – and also say if you think it's trendy even, because some people might disagree that, they, that that's trendy. It's definitely like a hot button thing that people agree on. I think it's a culmination of everybody's experience, though. Yeah. And it's not necessarily new. We just now have Twitter where everybody's opinion is yeah. visible. Like, but it, it speaks to a culmination of um, experiences from women that have actually dealt with men that are probably trash. Yeah. And, and I, so, yeah. And, I, and so I, I don't think you're, you're, the question is offensive or anything like that. And I really don't think it's more so about just women more. So they could be about just us, period. I'd like, I I be wondering if we ever going to mm-hmm. elevate outside of not yeah. really liking each other. It's, We're fucking with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's honestly unhealthy, bro. It's unhealthy. Like, Twitter, like the Twitter, the Twitter, Instagram, it's gotten to the point where it's just unhealthy. Like... For us to for everybody to go back and forth as much as they do. And honestly, I don't see that ever ending. That will never end. We are always gonna do that. Do you think that But it's just a, I do feel like before before you go, my bad. It's uh I do think it's just like a Twitter thing. 
Yeah. Because the same people that get on there and talk shit about women, or the same people that get on there and talk shit about men, um, at the end of the day, you're going to end up wanting to be in a relationship. Even if you're working on yourself now, trying to find yourself, you're going to want a woman or you're going to want a man. You know what I'm saying? Or if yeah. the woman's going to want a man, the man's going to want a woman. It just People just love to talk shit on Instagram because they're going through. That's how people vent. Yeah. What? <laughs> what does Terrell look like right now? What do he look like with this white and that brown? I'm going to figure out what he look like. <laughs> what do he look like? He look like a cigarette. <laughs> you know how a cigarette brown on the bottom? Man, I like get he it. Up like a cigarette. This nigga look like it's a... Uh, I'm literally saying some some profound shit. <laughs> I can't look And he's smiling at me. And I'm like, he looks look. Like, first I'm thinking, all right, I must be saying some <laughs> profound shit. Then he laughs. I'm like, all right. Oh, I can't put my, head, uh, my hat on what he look like. You look like something. It's funny as shit. They're going to say it too. I, I'm, and I say, I'm going to say it look just like that. My shirt is a little small. This is an undershirt, but it's fine. Nah, you was just saying definitely real shit. And I'll let you get your shit off for sure. No, no, no. You, I, that, that was pretty much it though. I feel like people just bent... I mean, I'm sorry, just vent on Twitter. Yeah. And now, do you think we as men are threatened by equality? Let's have an honest uh, convo. Yeah. Do you think that we as a, as a man, as a race, not as a race, but as a as men, group, I, I, I are we threatened the, by equality? I must, yeah. I think I'm going to speak for the collective of men. It, I think men are definitely threatened. And I don't think that they, I don't think a lot of men would, would admit, admit it. it. But they are threatened because, especially, and I'm just going to speak to this. If you're a black man, you're 100% threatened. Or if you're a minority, especially in the United States, I can only speak for the United States. I think, I can, well, I'm going to speak for black men. Us. I think that's all you the, guys ever speak for. So what? <laughs> that's my experience. I can't say how people are feeling. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. But I, I have been saying that. But I can only speak for black men. But, I mean, whoever, y'all can say whether y'all agree or not. But I do think people are um, threatened by Terrence. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm I'm listening to you talking on your podcast. That shit can wait. Terrell, I know you. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I know which way he's about to go with this. I'm talking to you. Terrell, I'm a podcast. Let me not yo. I'm a podcast, people. I've seen them be able to just send a quick message. He needs my undivided (laughs) attention. Terrence. You You're are, talking to your you audience. You are in breach of your contract, and you are now fired. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I can't even send a text. But because you want to feel... I'll never do that to you. Well, you know we're doing this for two hours, right? Yeah. Some people can't just go two hours off Mom the surface. You know what I mean? Wait. See, he ain't got his people in check. My people ain't fucking with me. This nigga's in a relationship. <laughs> Am I just all the way together? Look. I'm like a staple papers. The movie said all my shit's together. What did Drake say? I'm a staple in, my ga- in a I'm game. I'm a staple in the game. All my papers together. Yeah. First of all, it's fire. I don't know, man. We don't know about that. That's let's just Terrence. I get it. I'm a staple in the game. All my papers together. I'm a staple, staple in the game. All my Terrell, papers together. I get it. But look, no. I think it's better than people say Lakers Clippers. Either way, you get a staple center. I hate that line. Ooh. Everybody has said it. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Because I was going to talk about rap lines that, that need to go away. And it's not nothing big, but like... In, in Hold on, wait, okay. Wait. No, no, we're not leaving it. I'm just, I'm only going to say two ones, and then we're going to go right back. Uh, call her Nikki, because she give me menages, or anything Nikki, and you say a girl giving you a menage. I just don't We're even, done with that, right. Done with that. And uh, anything peeking at you, peekaboo, Pikachu. Stop. Yeah, them bullets Pikachu, yellow like Pikachu. My diamonds Pikachu and the so-and-so yellow like Pikachu. 
Hold on, I got another one that I can think of. I was gonna say anything cake and birthday. Anything if I got that cake, something, something on birthday, birthday. So does you know she got that cake? All right, yeah. Come on, trash nigga. Last thing, you don't want beef like a vegetarian. All right. <laughs> vegetarian the way they didn't want the beef. Yeah, I'm, I'm finished with that. What else? Hold on, what are we else we done with? Um, <laughs> the, vegetarian the way I'm beyond burger. <laughs> <laughs> the try the beyond the beef. Look, the, the squares, triangles. Jay yeah. had the very last one and I hated his. These squares, these squares are trying angles to get in my circumference. They're trying to get in my circle. While I hit the best line when he said my circle small, my circumference official or something like that. That shit was so so fire. He just said the one he remembered. That was fire. But we'll get back to what we were talking about. Right. All right, cool. Um, I was saying sorry, y'all, because I know people hate that. Get back to the fucking point. <laughs> um, we were talking about um, being threatened. And I was saying that. I can speak for us. I do think the collective does feel threatened by complete equality. Because you're already, I think, it, it really comes down to how shit is today. If, if, I, if, I, if, like, if I'm just spitting off the, the top of my dome just to think, I would say... The average black man in America makes $43,000. That's the average salary for a black man in America. Average salary for a black woman in America? Forty-two. We right there. Damn Which it. is why they were saying, they were talking about how it's better for black folks to get together and pool their incomes mm -hmm. as opposed to saying, oh, well, who going to pay for this? Who going to pay for that? But I do think, when you think about that, when you think about the power structure in a country where you really don't even have financial power, period, we're all trying to get these jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all kind of at the same level. It is kind of like a men want to have power when it comes to the relationship. They want to be able to do this and that and that. And now women have challenged that, and they're like, yeah, well, I don't want a man if he ain't this. Or, or if I'm in a relationship, we both going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, but that's what comes with equality. I think and both I think of us are getting... I think that threatens men. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think both of us are... Having trouble with adapting. I think both race. I said, keep saying races. I swear to God, sexes. Both men and women are having trouble adapting to. I think the new world. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody kind of being on an equal playing field. All right, but if we on an equal playing field, then let's be on an equal playing field. But there's gonna be some changes. I feel like that will have to happen with us, and changes that will have to have have to happen with them. Cause like you got look, we was watching, and I I'm, I'm not ashamed. I don't give a fuck. My new little. Show that I was binging, y'all, after I finished Ozark and we watched Euphoria. Selling Tampa. First off, because mm -hmm. them women on there is fine as hell. Yeah. Fine. Everyone. All of them. But, like, also the real estate aspect is dope, too. But there was a point where, they, remember, the, the fine joint, her name is Colony, fine as hell. Brown skin, man. <laughs> anyway, look, case she hear this. <laughs> That's how niggas do. Look, my favorite real estate agent on the show. Well, my favorite one had to be the one. Her Instagram is. Uh huh. And my Instagram is that you can follow I mean, me at. You can follow <laughs> <laughs> underscore J E underscore. But look, uh, she was the she was on a date, and look, this girl got dough, but she she uh she felt like she didn't fuck with dude. Said he was a nice dude, all of that, but when he didn't pay the bill, she said I'm not fucking with that. Uh -huh. So I feel like it's not that we don't need that anymore, but as you can see, if money is the same with both of us. There's certain qualities of like an old school, traditional way of doing shit that I think the ladies hold on to. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause like like you said, she could probably buy everybody in that restaurant dinner. 
if yeah. she wanted to. Yeah. And we we got to learn that about yeah. her. And like it's not even really about the wage gap, I don't feel like. I think it's more so about us having trouble with wanting something traditional, but then also wanting stability. Like you want your own. Like a lot of women want to make their money so I don't have to depend on no man. But but I still want a traditional relationship. And and the only way a man can show me that is if when we go out, he knows he gonna pay for the bill. It ain't about you having more money than me. Or me not. Now I know we can go down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. of certain I think people think that men should pay all the bills and that goes hand in hand. I'm just saying mm-hmm. in that little situation, I think that's a good example of how we just kind of all we want to be traditional, but we also all want to just do our own thing. And you know what? Let's talk about that. Let's just sit on that for a sec uh, when it comes to paying the bill in the first date and what it really says. And we can only speak from a man's point of view. We are not going to... Uh, We're not going to fresh and fit try it. Try to, yeah, fresh and fit it. Uh, Let but, me ask you a fresh and fit question. <laughs> these like these women. <laughs> um, but let's talk about that paying for the paying for the first date and the message that it sends when you don't. I don't think these girls are thinking. And ladies, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that that when you don't when you ask for a separate check, women are thinking, "Damn, he broke. He can't pay." Or, "Wow, you nah, know what I'm yeah." It's not like a gold digger type thing or. Like, you hear these guys say stuff like, and I'm not a simp. I already have a girl. I don't, I don't really need the, I don't need the attention, but. Look, I'm not a simp. I get bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you hear these guys say stuff like. Sorry, y'all. That was disrespectful. Yeah. Why did I do that? Yeah, he just I being. I'm just trying to be abrasive yeah. like how some people be. I get, I get pussy. I get pussy. <laughs> Them niggas be lying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they be lying like shit. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, look. You hear these guys say stuff like. I don't know if we gonna do this after, so I ain't paying, or I don't know if she, so I ain't paying. Yeah. And to me, if we not even thinking about that, I just feel like when you don't pay, it either says that you're not interested, or you're not willing to. I don't know what. I don't even know how to explain it, but like, you don't pay mm-hmm. for the date, that automatically puts a wall up between y'all. Like, why would you not? Come prepared to pay because I think it speaks to how you're going to handle everything else in a relationship going forward. I think that's like a big, not a red flag, but it's like an indicator almost. Like, oh, yeah. he ain't paid for the first day, so is he one of these guys that thinks that we want some friendly shit? One hundred. Like, does, does he think that we should just split everything? Like, I don't know. If you and it's almost like what the girl said. The girl said in the show. Shout out to the ladies that's listening because I know y'all watch. Look, Colony Toe and I know the names. <laughs> She told her, she said, if you're interested in me and you're saying all the right things and you're doing all of this, but you don't pay for the bill, how am I supposed to think that you're interested in me? Now, let me now, have, look. Let me traditionally, put- that's how we show it. And that's what I'm talking about where it's like women are looking for traditional signs of a good man, but they really don't want it to be a traditional All the way traditional. For relationship, sure. All, all the way. Which, honestly... They like, want a swirl. You know how you get the ice cream cone, chocolate, vanilla swirl? Bomb. Let's just talk about that. Fire. Let's talk about that. They are fire. That shit is fire. When you get it down to the point where it's just like a ball on the top and you uh-huh. know you about to get nothing but cone. Nothing but cone. Ooh, that motherfucking cone be hitting. That cone head. Um, and, and as long as it ain't that sharp cone. And look, fuck the sharp cone. Be, it has to be the one with the cup I can yeah. sit it. And it has to be like Mr. Softy. Like ice cream. I don't ever want to go. I don't ever want ice cream on a cone that you scooped that you and just, had the. Yeah, nah, no. It, if it don't, if it's not like Mr. Soft, not a, what do you call it, Sir? Soft serve. Soft serve. If it ain't soft serve, I don't want to keep it. They should be able to get that motherfucking there's, handle. There's no better. And if you see what you're talking about, there's no better soft serve ice cream than Golden Corral. Terrence, that 
icy ass that ice cream. That shit was all you could eat. Golden Corral, they had to swirl. They had to swirl, though. You could get the they chocolate. That shit was fire. Look, you could do a chocolate. Look, the vanilla, then do chocolate, then vanilla. Fire. But the, you, they had the whole bar there. That was the sickest, <laughs> the sickest place. The nastiest <laughs> place, but still. Full of Corona. They, there's no way. They survived. That, they did survive. We didn't just go to Golden Corral. Like, can we just go? No. Can we just go? We can go in there and look around. We ain't eating. Why not? Terrence, hell no. You say hell no, but go to McDonald's and Chick Fil A, and then go to Chipotle. You think that they're more clean than a Golden Corral with a whole cleaning crew and restaurants? Terrence, motherfuckers True. are literally up there getting their own food. But you know what? I don't think it's like that no more. I think they make it behind the glass now. You're dressed like the chef at Golden Corral, boy. You look like you back there on the grill flipping. Look, you gotta keep flipping because <laughs> it's all you can eat. It's all you can eat. You gotta keep going. You don't get breaks. <laughs> Terrell working chicken. Yeah. <laughs> we need burgers working. You making a whole fucking American. Menu. Fuck you, Terrence. Funny. All right, look. Um, just to get back to the shit. You're right. Um, I think they want a swirl of both. You want yeah. some tradition. And fellas, this is what you got to be today. Yeah. We're it's not just, talking about options. This is what works. This is what works. Like, you got to have traditional qualities and you have to be open to new shit. You can't. You, which means you should be paying for the first date. You should be opening doors. You should be chivalrous. Yeah. But you should also, when it comes to... Um, the relationship be open to you do y'all both do this y'all both do this y'all both do this not oh since i'm a man and i'm doing stuff that means you need to yeah nah fellas it just don't work that way and you can fight it all you want shit's not going to change your way it's not i think for me i don't think you should even want it to be like that as a fella i said as a fella <laughs> as a fella <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> As a brother. Huckleberry Finn As talking As a brother, Terrell. <laughs> Look, I would say for me, I'm learning more and more. I'm, I keep trying to tell myself that I am still learning and I don't know everything and I'm just wrong. And I'm always trying to take the seat of like, all right, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong about this. Like, maybe I don't know everything because I feel like a lot of us, the older we get, and even some 21-year-old dudes, we be acting like we know everything and like we know everything what to do because we've mm -hmm. looked at the, the people that came before us. But like you and I are saying now, we're getting ready to go into a whole new world where we are going to have women and men that are looked at different. I mean, if you look back in the day, your great grandfather could have probably smacked the shit out of your granny, told her to go in there and cook because he was the only one working and whatever. They live different. And guess what? Your granddad, your great granddad could, if he would have come back now, he might be like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? What's going on type shit? Yeah. So my thing is we can't expect for the world to stay the same. Right. And I also just want to say, looking at too much of the Kevin Samuels and the Fresh and Fit podcast where dudes are acting like they have it all together, you got to be careful. And you got to just take that shit and understand mm -hmm. that I'm somebody that's going to take something from this and not necessarily everything, even with our podcast. I'm not going to say that we're... We be on some chill shit, though. We be on some chill shit, but, like, they be going always in. remember your place and what you are because you're right. Like, too much of the Kevin Samuels thing, you got to keep in mind that, that he doesn't have a – I don't think he's married. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking about what you have versus what I want. And, yeah, do you make sense? 100%. Mm -hmm. But I also want to have a lady in my life. And I noticed that you don't have that with the mindset that you have. Obviously, this mindset of you knowing it all – it doesn't necessarily help you have a successful, because you're you still just, single. You know what I mean? Like you just calling everybody out on their bullshit. You just calling it bullshit. bullshit. And look, that's my thing. Is it worth being right if you alone? 
I don't know. I'd rather be. I'd rather be. I'd rather go toe to toe with somebody and have somebody at my side than to be right about women and you alone. And I felt like that's right. the future we kind of headed for, y'all, with this. All of these men trying to act like. Yeah. It's like taking the barbershop and putting it online. Yeah, like like there's certain conversations that we would have in a barbershop, and you could tell a lot of niggas didn't grow up in a barbershop. One hundred percent. This is the truest shit you about to say right here. Like there's conversations we would have in a barbershop, and we were some young dudes, some big head, 11, 10 year olds listening to these men talk about women, and it was a sacred place. Was it disrespectful like that bullshit show? No, it was mm-hmm. never like these bitches or anything like that. It was always men trying to figure out women. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or just Speaking openly amongst other men about how they feel about, you know, relationships and shit like that. So we actually got to grow up with that. And I think that kind of helped mold us a little bit. Because they was, and you can tell that we grew up around some, if the the barbershop was like toxic. And think about this, Tourette. Oh, Uh I'm sorry. Don't cut you off. Keep going. If the barbershop was toxic. Well, if the barbershop was toxic, we would be different different dudes. You're right. I mean, of course we had dad, but. And then you also got to think about. The same as a podcast in a barbershop, we was going every other week. It was a weekly type yep. of dose where you always going in that environment yep. where you're seeing dudes kind of talk about their things. And you're right, bro. I've seen dudes, it seemed like when they come in there, it just seemed like they came in there just to talk. Me and Terrell went to the barbershop maybe 10 plus years, 10 mm-hmm. just years yep. of, of just going to the barbershop get my hair cut. Shout out Q, who literally cut my hair for years, cut my hair for my prom. Big Cowboys fan. Literally a part of my hatred for Cowboys fans. My barber was a Cowboy fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, put a Cowboys yeah, apron over Yeah, put a Cowboys <laughs> apron over me every time. <laughs> Hated that. But yeah, bro, I just feel like for us, we got to remain students. I feel like a lot of us are trying to act like professors and like we got this. Yeah, you can understand how to do your job. You can understand how to invest in stocks and make yourself money but this love shit ain't nothing like that like we're gonna have to figure this shit out on the long way your parents still didn't figure it out your grandma your father's still in the doghouse father's still fucking up with your mother and that just (laughs) come that just comes with it it's just a part of the game because that and if that don't let you know that ain't shit perfect or ain't shit gonna be perfect yeah then but i also say ladies same same thing yeah stop thinking you know everything listen to us that's if I was a man and I had to uh, say, I ain't going to fresh and fit it. I'm going to just say, listen to us. See if y'all don't I'm not even talking about, I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about my own experience. Most of my relationships that didn't work, I felt like <laughs> I wasn't heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you not really listening to me. You're just responding. And I always, you know how they say, don't listen to respond. Listen yeah. to understand. People will say that and not do it. Or they'll say it to you, but they're not doing it. Like, this is the thing. When you look at somebody, when you arguing with somebody, if as soon as you start talking, they eyebrows lift or they take an inhale, you're not listening. You're yeah. ready to respond already. And so that's my only thing. Fellas, we just be needing to be listened to. We be having valid-ass concerns. And also, our word is our bond. If we tell you that your male best friend wants to fuck, 100% he does. Even if he don't, that's just how y'all make us feel, and that's what's more important. I feel like if you make us feel like your male best friend not on some bullshit, then we good. But if somebody thinks that your male best friend is trying bone, yeah. normally it's not necessarily because he just sees him and thinks that, he, oh, exactly. him? Yeah. We be getting little signs, because mm-hmm. trust me, we really be trying not to take it there. Right. Like, that's, like, a, that's a whole nother That's some thing, real though. shit. And you know what? You just said something so key. We won't say it if it's not really true. Yeah, it's easy the, to say. 
My girl has a, a male best friend that's been her male best friend since high school. Yeah. Her, it's like a little group of them. And it's it's men in the group. I've never felt like any of them were a threat or trying to be a threat. Therefore, I've never said anything about it. So if I was to say something about it, it would only be because I noticed there was an indicator. Yeah. And I'm trying to communicate it to you. You don't want to listen or if you're always going to shut me out. That's the beginning of you shutting me out for other things that I have a concern about. Yeah. Now he's bitten to another chick who's listening. I'm just saying. I feel you. And that's the same thing with men, though. I mean, that's why I said it's really not a gender thing. It's, it's more so yeah. just the way if we all going to be able to, to have anything successful in the future, I'll be feeling like, all right, I can't. Like, I was watching Selling Tampa, y'all. And I'm like, okay, I'm looking at women with money. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at these chicks that if they not, if I don't have women, the money, yeah. they dealing with money, they powerful women, and I can't look at these women and think because they have more money than me, then I'm smaller as a man. Mm-hmm. But I can admit to when you see a woman with power as a man, you do feel like small. It's, some, it, it's, it's just an ego thing that no man can say that he but don't you can't, have. But I don't think you should feel small. I no, it's not that I feel small, more so than I just feel like I have to level up more to get on. You know what I'm saying? You always feel like, damn, if I want to fuck with Shorty, then I probably will have to level up. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like, right. And then again, you might, I might not have to. That's and what that was you know what I'm That's the question that somebody just asked us. They was like, would, you, would y'all ever talk to a woman that was doing better than you or made 100, 100. more money than you? 100. I would just be nervous that... I wouldn't be nervous that she... You know how dudes get with a girl and he be, he be trying to pay for everything? I wouldn't, uh-huh. be, I wouldn't be somebody that's trying to pay for everything and show her that I could. I mm. just hope she would be cool with paying for shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go to Cancun, bet you got the dope. <laughs> Book the trip. I'll do every single thing you need. Tess, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Massages on the plane. Hey, Ted. Everything. Let's keep it a stack for the fellas. I would do what that. What have we been seeing on Twitter? You can't even tell a girl, okay, big money. They gonna be like, I ain't never Fuck going that. out with this nigga again. Why you got all this the money que- and you don't want to spend the it? The question is not, would you date a girl who doing better than you? <laughs> the question is, would if the she- women that make more money want to deal with me? That's my thing. Like, all right, but no, no, this is my thing. Because you, I was like, the ladies on Twitter not doing, they not dealing with you if you if you ain't I big would, money. I mean, you got the money. I would talk to a famous actress that makes millions. As long as she's not putting pressure on me to be on her level, if she's just going to be cool with me, she cool with whatever, I'm still going to plan my shit. And you're not a broke you I'm about to say, you have If you broke and she's putting the pressure on you, all right, you need to get your shit together. You having millions don't stop me from being who I am. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to show you a good time, I'm going to show you a good time. I don't need millions of dollars. You don't need millions of dollars to show a girl a Exactly. Good time. That's so true. So I wouldn't be... It's just like, all right, bet. If you want... I can't... I wouldn't be able to live up to... Getting with somebody like Young Miami, and she like, proud of me, and I'm like, how much I, is, how much, what, what type of product? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to have to do nothing like that. But honestly, I would 100. percent I'm not afraid to talk to a woman that made more than me. I have. Look, I'm always, I always have. It seemed like this is how I used to feel too, fellas. Y'all might agree. Didn't it seem like when we got out of high school, it was like all the girls had the dope ass jobs? 
Yes. Even though we were still young, we were, you would be making like $8, and she she working at an office somewhere. She found a way to hit that 16 before you. Hitting 16? Yeah, we like, like, damn, these chicks. 16 plus overtime. You like, girls God, get damn. to the bag. Girls, women definitely get to the bag. That's that's just. That's true. That's why I started watching Selling Tampa. I'm like, all right, I want to be inspired by women, too. I don't want to only be inspired mm-hmm. by men. Like, I want to be inspired by Mm-hmm. Women Terrence got me watching that joint. Yes, and man. honestly, it's just boss ass women on that boss joint. Boss women. Take the Kevin Samuels filter off sometimes, y'all, and then just be inspired by some mm-hmm. boss ass women. I love I love that show. I think uh I think uh to, to close out the, the last thing I just want to reiterate, the average the average black man in America makes 43 grand. The average black woman makes 42 grand. So for both sides, men and women, it's it should the conversation that we have about wanting a man to do this yeah. or fellas, you want your girl to be, y'all got to understand how close we are in the financial landscape. We're so close. Like okay. it's unfair to say you want this man to do all of this. And you know, the average for a man is 43 and y'all at 42. We can't ask y'all, to, you know what I'm saying? We should be pooling resources together. That's the point of getting married. I personally think you should do what the fuck you want. I if get you what you're can, saying, Terrell, but me, if you want to, if you want, and this is just the world we live in. If fellas, if you want a girl that makes more than you, you can just set that as your preference and get it. Ladies, if you want a dude that's in the NBA, you do not have to get with a 43,000 dude because you are 42. Nobody, I'm never saying that. You can get with, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people should get with who they want to get with. Get with somebody because of who they, who they are, are as yeah, opposed yeah. to the money. Because let me tell you, it's way harder to find somebody that's making that type of money. Because you know what I be thinking about? If I'm a girl and I come from a family and I don't have, and our family don't really have shit going for themselves and it just seems like, damn, I'm really about to just be eating Hot Pockets and shit for the rest of my life and I have the opportunity to bag me an NBA baller and be in a big-ass mansion with kids and a family and doing the Christmas post and doing all that shit that <laughs> you want to do. your whole family. And then look, yeah. Am I wrong for wanting that life? No. If, if I was a woman, if I'm a man, <laughs> and I want a woman that's going to take care of me. Now, this is the thing. We just Am I be- wrong? And, and look, is, is that man wrong? Some would say yes. But either way, you should just do whatever the fuck you want. And people have to be honest about what you want. Like, if you mm-hmm. want the man that makes millions, you got to understand the type of dude he's going to be and who he's not going to be. Mm-hmm. Don't want loyalty from that dude because he probably not going to ah, be that dude. Don't tell yourself that you can't get loyalty from a millionaire. But, okay, but let's just talk about facts, though. Like, statistically, let's just, okay, cool, let's, his money makes him a different person. Hey, look, you're going to miss. Get drug dealers. Terrell. Perfect niggas to get. This you know my why? thing. You can't make it. They got what, all the time in the world and money. This is what niggas do. They try to make it seem like that if you reach for the sky, then you're going to hurt yourself. Fuck that. Reach for the sky. If you hurt, whatever. It's almost like Terrell's the nigga that's playing at the Dave and Busters. He's playing on a course that's right here. And he's doing good, right? He got a good score. I want to go shoot on a court that's all the way over there. I'm not going to make 25 shots like you. But guess what? I might make one. And look at the prize that I get. Way better. And you get less tickets than you me. You getting tickets. I'm getting a prize. Terrence, you, that's not true. Your black ass is getting I'm tickets. I'm getting way more tickets than you. Come on, Terrence. You, you, but Terrence, you got to think. I, when you're changing. That do. is not a good. That's a false equivalent. Because, because it's my not thing about is, that. Somebody that has you millions tried to dollars. make it seem like if they go for the millionaire, then oh, don't expect loyalty. Come on, Terrell. Terrell. All I'm saying is that a person that has millions of dollars, they don't have the same time as somebody. Nah, who, they don't. But look, that would be you right. Not to say that's why the whole shit comes back to dating somebody that you like as a person and understanding the situation you're getting into. I don't think y'all should even talk about how much each other makes 
on the first date. Nobody should even be concerned with that. Like, do you like this person as a person first? I think we should end this with me just saying, and I agree with you saying. You get in the year because we've been here for a minute. I just want to give uh, everybody a yearly reminder that no means no, especially the fellas. She's not with it. You don't hit it. All right, bet. Let's go ahead and flip it to a, uh, y'all know how we do, and Terrell thought of it this time. Would you rather have, nah, we're not going to go there. Yeah, let's, let's do it. We, let's say, we might as well say that we're talking about women anyway. Would you rather have a, NBA, a WNBA wife or an MMA wife? And I'll I pick, think this answer is pretty easy. I'll pick WNBA because it's fine-ass women in the NBA, in the mm. WNBA. You got, uh, we I can't even name them, but. We didn't say your woman wouldn't look fine. Drake posted a few. Uh, <laughs> um, but I would never want to date a woman in the MMA because I feel like I could never say shit about anything because I would just get an ass whooping. That is a horrible, I know, and look, you know what, I'm going to just let y'all pick. Let me let, let y'all pick. And listen to what he just said. Why do do you want to get with a woman that can literally beat the shit out of you? See, fellas, this is what y'all, this is what y'all would do it's with this question. It's one thing if she make more money than you. Why? If she can physically beat your ass, so that's sir, on a different level of When power. you thought about the WNBA players, you didn't think about the fact that your wife could beat you in basketball. You didn't see that as a threat. I'm not a basketball guy, so right. it, it don't matter. My thing is, MMA, I would, I would rather have an MMA wife because I don't this have is bullshit. Sorry, I don't have any fears. One, nobody said your wife was going to be ugly if she's in the, M the MMA. She can still be gorgeous. All right, look, no shade to the MMA ladies. Name me a fine one. Are you kidding me? Uh, and I don't know how many <laughs> fighters like that, but... <laughs> Just name me some fine The girl that beat, and I'll show you the fine basketball players. It's some fine, it's some fine w uh, MMA fighters. I get it. They have to go in the ring looking like they just woke up. Vaseline, hair tied back. Come on, Terrell. Oh, one day you're going to be dating a cauliflower it ain't here. Too, it ain't a whole bunch of baddies in the WNBA. It, it is. It's, it's a, at it's least some. 20. Well, that's fine. Put it like this. Let's just say your wife is fine regardless. MMA fighter, bro. Because look. Am I going to worry if my wife is out with my kids and somebody run up talking shit? My wife will literally beat your ass. My wife. Imagine you're married to that girl who Ronda Rousey fought that Holly, dog. Dirt. Holly Holm? <laughs> not, not even Holly Holm. Well, all right, bet. Holly Holm. Somebody goes up to Holly Holm like, hey, first off, they're going to grab her shoulder and be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Son, she can fight like shit. WNBA wife would be cool because... I've seen love in basketball. You know what I'm saying? I would love that Quincy McCall life. You did. <laughs> but I'd rather have an MMA fighter. Beat his ass. Look, beat his ass, bae. What the fuck he say? What about when she bae, start? Bae, come in, bae. What if she start beating your ass? Now, why don't you repeat that motherfucker? For, you know? She, if she what beat, if she start beating your ass? Like, be Jennifer, ass Jennifer, Jennifer nothing but love. She ain't going to beat my ass. I'm showing nothing but love. Yeah, and if you right. beat my ass, I'm pressing charges and taking the kids. You know, she going to be like, Jennifer, look, Jennifer Lopez ain't enough. Just beat your ass and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm taking the kids. <laughs> She's dangerous. <laughs> this is a toxic ass episode. No, it's not. It's actually the, the, the complete opposite. Um, did you want to talk about euphoria? Yeah. And I put on my docket, Terrence has to be as brutally honest about euphoria as he's been with hella other shows. Because I think I got a bone to pick with this man right here to my opposite right. You don't have a right. I'm on your left. Who's this motherfucker can't hear. I said I got a bone to pick with this man to my opposite right. Why the fuck do people say opposite right? Why not just say left? It's cooler. <laughs> Look. <laughs> it's cooler to say that. Look opposite down. <laughs> <laughs> That's opposite right. It's funny. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. What's I got a bone the issue? To pick. Euphoria 
see episode three, and I know it's probably annoying for people that don't watch the show. Like, damn, these niggas talk about that show all the time. But Which means you should start watching it, Loki. Let me just tell y'all. The last two episodes have not been good. And this past episode really wasn't good. And let me just tell you. We're not going to say really I wasn't good. It was good. It was Terrence, just not the progressive. The story is fucking not moving. It's not. We got that long-ass backstory of the dude and, and the father and, the, and his gay backstory, which is cool. But what do we even need that for? Because they did nothing with it. Yeah. We need, I thought we was going to see the, the dude that he was with and at the grocery store. And it's like, oh, shit. Now he's got to worry about Fez and his wife and the man he loves. Sorry for anybody who's watching and Sorry might not be on episode three of the first season. Right. Um, but I, I will watch. Hold on, wait. Because this is my bone. All right. I watch hella shows that you shit on that you've never given a chance. <laughs> All-American that you've never given a chance. Shows BMF that you've never given a chance. That stories don't do that bullshit. They might not have the best acting or music and cinematography, but they still good ass shows. But you won't watch them and you shit on them. But your favorite show that you hyped up to everybody, including people on our podcast, is doing trash. Trash? And what you got to say about it? First of all... Because even it ain't looking good. Even though the story is all over the place, in, in a way, because we only are, we have three episodes in and it does look a little foggy. That's why I said it. The story is foggy. That don't mean it's blurry and we can't see. It's foggy. I feel like I'm with you, but it's foggy. I feel like my vision is impaired. You know how when you first see it's foggy outside, you'd be like, I can't see all the way up the road. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. more I get down it, I can see. That's why I feel like that's, the Foggy is a perfect example for the story. Look, the cinematography and the acting performances are still second to none. And I feel like that's always been a great attribute to the story. I mean, to the show. But Terrell's right, y'all. Euphoria's story is, at this point, three episodes into the first season, a little foggy. It, is, it isn't as clear in direction as season one was understandably a first season you're introducing characters it's easier to move this story i just feel like the dude who created this story y'all is being a little he's being a little he's being daring in the stuff that he's doing but i think he's worth more worried about being daring than he is about tell moving the, the story tell the good story like yeah. a lot of people are asking about all of the dicks there's yeah. penises everywhere in this show and i feel like it's one of those ways that you could try to be edgy. Like, you could just be polarizing when you show shit like that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what his obsession is with it because it was people saying, oh, well, people felt like that they over-sexualized the women in season one. So they wanted to show more dicks in season two. We did not see a whole bunch of... And this is this this how I feel. I don't know if ladies, y'all feel the same. I don't think we saw a whole bunch of vaginas everywhere season one or ever you know what i mean uh -huh. not that and even if they showed it even me as a viewer would be like damn what, what am i watching like is this yeah. hbo late at night you, you don't know see pussy on tv like that you don't see at least it. like the actual you don't see it. you see titties a lot you'll see breasts a lot mm -hmm. but i also feel like the cassie character they're running them titties every week mm -hmm. and she she recently came out and talked about how sam would have her sorry sam is the creator y'all Sam but Levinson. they would have scenes where they wanted her to be topless, and she said she felt like, "Why am I topless? Yeah, I'm putting a shirt on." And yeah, and she was. She said she he was never had him, problems with it. Yeah, she was giving him props because he's cool with it. But it is kind of like, all right, all of the dicks to me just doesn't make any sense. And I felt like you're just trying to be 
edgy. And I told instead of really just right. focusing on telling a story. I told Terrence if it was a sex scene and you just want to show both people body parts, I'm mad. It at makes it. sense for the scene, I guess. But just the randomness of dude it, coming down the store. I mean, coming down the hallway with his with his shit out. I'm like, what's the point of this? And then the story is. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna spoil. You know. Yeah. We're not gonna spoil. I will say that Dare. You know Dare. Mm-hmm. I seen what they said. You saw what they said. Mm-hmm. This is. I got question. the. I got the the thing for them. Uh, y'all know Dare, the the drug abuse resistance education team. If you had never had Dare come to your school when you was little, whatever. What school did you go to? Right. Um. But they spoke on it. They said. Uh, and you didn't get that fire ass T-shirt because they got some fire tees. Yeah. <laughs> Even though people that do the Dare meetings be doing drugs. Um, right. And always have extra, extra large. Right, that's it. <laughs> night, night shirt. <laughs> this is what they said about Euphoria. They said, rather than further each parent's desire to keep their children safe from the potentially horrific consequences of drug abuse and other high-risk behavior, HBO television drama Euphoria chooses to misguidedly glorify and erroneously depict high school student drug use, addiction, anonymous sex, violence, and other destructive behaviors as a common and widespread in today's world. Yep. Like, um, then it said, uh, it's unfortunate that HBO, social media, tele- t- TV program reviewers, and paid advertisers have chosen to refer to the show as groundbreaking rather than recognizing the negative things that it could cause. So they basically, they feel like Honestly, the show is glorifying drug use. I mean, we if you watch the show, then you know it's kind of fucked up. Like... Rue is fucked up behind these drugs. But it it's not that it glorifies. I would say if you didn't watch the show or you just kind of heard about it and just kind of skimmed through it, you might think that. But if you know the story, it's not that it glorifies, but it, it is kind of like made to be kind of cool. People love Zendaya. I don't care what y'all say. Zendaya would have been, Rue would have been gone in real life. The shit that she done survive, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got Rue taking fentanyl. You got Rue doing drugs that are literally the... Mm-hmm. A killer. So, yeah. like, you know what I was going to say? Why why y'all think Dare didn't come out and say anything last year? Or in 2019 when they had the show? You know? Why you think? Because the story was progressive. We literally had a reason to watch. It's like, okay, this girl is working towards getting free of addiction. The story was not always about Rue the addict. It was about Rue, who was an addict, who came right. home from rehab. If you just started watching the first episode, Rue comes home from rehab. Right. And she found a girl, or I'm sorry, she found somebody that made her feel happier than the drugs. You know what I'm saying? This season, it's been three episodes. Dare probably said, okay, we've had enough of this. Yeah. We've just seen three episodes of nothing but something that's not going to influence kids. Think about how they think. It's yeah. like Peter watching you go through every episode cutting through animals. They're yeah. going to say, okay, what's the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you're going to have to do something with this next. And let me tell y'all, they can still put their foot in and, and slow up some of this shit. That's true. Because the whole season is not shot already. We don't want to stay on Euphoria too long, though. No, you're right. I mean, if you haven't seen Euphoria, you definitely want to watch it because it's like one of the shows to watch now. It's like the, the show. It's and like, I do think it's definitely the story is being challenged And now. we got to talk about how more important. we got to talk about how good Power was. I mean, we don't talk too much about Power. We don't. But Power was so damn good. If y'all don't watch Power, I'm sorry. That was a great ass episode. I'm not even going to get into detail about it. It was fucking great. Power was great. And honestly, my man Reek, I just felt like 
It's it is his show now. Like, and y'all know I don't know if anybody ever telling Terrence this. If anybody watched Raising Canaan, Canaan's mom would have been Rocky. Would have been a way better Monet yes, than Mary y'all. J. Blige. Nah, Terrell, that was me that said that. That was me that said that. You never even seen a uh, Kane like that. Terrell, that's not true. Come on, bro. Terrence, I, I said that here and said if I they said switch, it right over here. Terrell, I was sitting right here. I said if they switch Monet and what's the girl name, and you was like Rocky because you watch it. I was I was the one that said it though. Go ahead, you got it. That's Cray. Damn, we've been going through this since we was little. I'll say some shit and you want to take my credit. Terrell, I remember Just sitting like right here. You was said, little. You was mom said, mom, we were sitting right here. Mom said, you know what mom said you used to do? Mom said, and this is some story time shit. My mom, when me and Terrence were little, two years old, she would be like, come on, y'all. We're going to jump off the curb. If I jump off the curb before Terrence, he would throw a fit and start throwing a fucking tantrum because I beat him. That's a twin thing. And now he doing this shit at 27. How? I literally remember saying this shit. You're trying to say, guess what I came up with? What I was thinking about. That's crazy. You hear another nigga showing your project. Anyway, if you've seen Raising Canaan. He up there with my boy. <laughs> <laughs> if you see Raising Canaan, I just think his mother would have been a better Monet. But shout out to Mary J. Blige. Love her. She's a legend. And that's why we deal with it. Right. Real quick. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a great point. Monet, we love you, but it's because you married Jay. It's because you married Jay. For sure. 100. There's, there's movies on the way I wanted to say that. This is not Tech Corner, but this is kind of like the only Tech Corner thing that I really wanted to bring today. The mm. movies that we can expect coming soon. You got Jordan Peele's Nope is coming. That joint. All right. There's a John Wick Chapter 4 on the way. Post-production. I thought they already did 4. It's in post-production. Po- okay. John Wick 4. There was a John Wick 3. There is a new Fantastic Four in pre-production, which okay. people probably already knew that, I guess. Would you be excited for that, a new Fantastic Four? I'll be interested to see how they're going to do it. I mean, they failed it twice. Damn, yeah. I mean, they can only win this time. Yeah, like, there's a new Lightyear. Oh, I'm sorry, Lightyear. Yeah. That, light that one is in post-production. Ant-Man and Wasp is in pre-production, I think, or mm-hmm. post. Uh, David O. Russell's movie is on the way. There's a new cha- Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming. Oh, God. 2023. Actually, no, I'm sorry. That joint is complete. Y'all about to see the trailers for that joint soon. A new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, I guess it would be cool, but it's like the last Chainsaw Massacre was dope. Yep. We got Halloween, Scream, and now Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Please do this Somebody redo Jeepers Creepers. I thought we didn't want them to do redos. They're redoing everything else. Redo (laughs) Jeepers Creepers. Well, look, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a true story. So I have a little bit more hope in y'all might not fuck this up because we've already seen the one that I saw was a remake. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Terrence, you know what they're going to do this time. It's based on the original events, but not all events. Mm-hmm. So that way they can start ch- chainsawing any fucking thing. There's a new Orphan coming out. Remember Orphan? This yes. one's called Orphan First Kill. So probably the first person that she... Okay, so we're going to know she was an orphan because yep. that was fucking wild. That was wild. And that film is actually complete. There's a Sherlock Holmes 3 uh, that's in pre-production. Robert Downey Jr. attached. That should be good. A lot of people love those Sherlock Holmes movies. Okay. This is a funny one. Transformers Rise of the Beast. <laughs> Please. Another These one. These motherfuckers will never complete it. Eight years. Eight, eight films? Nine films? They got more than Fast and the Furious at this point. No, they don't. Well, they up there. Well, they got like six. They have like six films. But this is the thing. 
The last Transformers was supposed to, this next Transformers was supposed to be all CGI and all in fucking, what's the Cybertron? They left Earth. They couldn't get that shit done. They kept putting it, pushing it back. Now it's another one in pre-production. I oh, will never see it. Rise of the Beast. There's a Pinocchio movie coming out too, y'all, which is going to be dope. Did you see the... No, no, no. Last movie that's coming out. Final Destination 6. Heard about it. And who's directing? I don't know. I just know it's in pre-pro. Somebody picked that up. It's somebody that we know that just did something else. I forget. Um, damn. I got to figure that out. Um, but also, they're making a new Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I heard about that. And you see um, Peter Dinklage had an issue with it. Yeah, I think he doesn't see the point of it, right? Nah, Peter... Or oh, the story that they have? This is the issue. Like, he said they're, they're being progressive because the, um, the person that... The girl that's playing Snow White isn't a white girl. It's a, it's a girl that's Latina. So they're like, they're being progressive by not just casting a white girl. But Peter Dinklage feels like all of the dwarfs are still going to be portrayed the same way they were in Snow White. Which look, which today is fucked up to um, people that are, are smaller. Because Snow White treated the dwarfs like kids a little bit. One was dopey. He was an idiot. One was sleepy. It just made them look less human. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so Peter Dinkley had a big issue with that. Yeah, they and were he talking was about, like, did I not do... He, was, he said, did I not do enough on my soapbox for people like me? And everybody... And, and that referred back to... Game of Thrones, where he was on trial, he was getting ready to die. Yeah, he was talking shit about his father, Tyrion, not Tyrion, but uh, Tywin. That was a great ass scene. It was. That was pivotal for real. And so, I mean, I don't. And know. I'm in support of, of of that. Like, I mean, he has a voice for the voiceless, and I feel like that that, no pun intended, that little community, mm-hmm. they don't have a voice. Yeah, and I feel like he has to speak loudly with his. For sure. How you feel about the uh, the paid in full sequel that's coming? Hey, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. And look, it's not... So let me just give you some details. It'll just be like a... It's not going to be with the original characters. It's going to be like new characters in a new story under the same umbrella. So it might be some old characters, but we it's going to be a new cast. Who are Dame you Dame Dash attached. Dame Dash, let me just tell you. You're 50. Nobody gives a fuck. I don't want to see a movie where we see an old AZ even though I would love to see Wood Harris back in that role. I don't want to see it. Uh, Hayden Fool came out. Dame is exactly 50. <laughs> He's exactly 50 years old. <laughs> Hayden Fool came out in, like, 92. Like, who is asking for that in 2022? Who? The people who saw it? Last, when, like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I don't get. Who's asking for this? Like, honestly, if you're going to bring back, let's say they bring back Fast and the Furious in 20 years, right? Let's, let's uh-huh. just say. All right. This is a franchise that was just about a young group of people and cars. Go for it. Let's expand it like that. Paid in full, but you're going to try to bring back the same characters but have old characters in it. And this is just an old-ass AZ, an old-ass. Nobody wants to see it. Yeah. And if you want to just, just make a new show and call it Paid in Full and then it's just a new show, whatever. You're literally just leeching off of a name of a movie that you know people are have already it's culturally critically acclaimed yeah. and culturally appreciated, and you're trying to just use that to make another movie because motherfuckers aren't creative no more. And that's the film community right there. That's Nobody just wants to be creative. Nobody wants to be creative. And we say this every week on this podcast. People literally just want to 
recreate everything. What can we redo? Nobody has faith in nothing new, it seems like. Not even the big dogs. So how do you think that makes smaller creators feel? Even the bigger ones, they don't, they're not creating. Yeah. Even though they are, though. We got some great, we got some great films that, that came out this year. Yeah, and remember what I told you. People are facing the pressures of the pandemic, and they're afraid that these new creative stories won't get people in seats. So they're thinking that nostalgia, we're going to ride this nostalgia wave out that's the only until the virus is gone in. because people are not going to the theater. They think, shit, these motherfuckers love Scream so much. If we make another one, they'll go see that. They'll go see it. Because I ain't going to lie, look, it wasn't good, but both of us went and seen it. Mm -hmm. And people who want to go to the movies and see a movie. Well, you only went to see it because I told you how bad it was. Nah, I wanted to see it before. I wanted to see it before. You just saw it before me, which is annoying as fuck. Let me tell y'all, this nigga's the worst person to see any movie before you. It, worst person. Because he's going to say, you have to see that movie. Oh, that scene. I do not do you that. You are. Thing. Oh, this reminds me of this one part of the movie. Let me tell you. No. <laughs> I did not do that. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, not really news. It was like a couple weeks ago. But did you hear that Mike Tyson might fight uh, Jake Paul, $50 million? And I have an unpopular opinion. They're going to have Mike Tyson fake a knockout. I personally believe that Jake I Paul think has been they, faking everything. I they think were it's talk, all fake. Well, they, that was the talk. Everybody was like, should there be a knockout clause to where nobody can get knocked out? I think there should 100% be a knockout clause so nobody can get knocked out because I think Mike Tyson's old ass might get knocked out. This is my thing. And this is what nobody's saying. Everybody's like, yeah, Mike Tyson, he's so big. He might knock Jake Paul out. I, I'm with y'all, but Mike Tyson is how old now? <laughs> 54? Mike Tyson, 54 years old. Is he 54? Are you right? Oh, he's 55. He's 55. Jake Paul... Age, Jake Paul, twenty five years old. Yeah, I just don't want to just. I don't, don't want to set Mike up. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. There definitely should be a knockout clause to protect Mike. Nah, Terrell, I 100 think Mike Mike Tyson can still knock his ass out. I think so too. But he's also if you look older. At that fight, if you look at the fight that he was just in, Jake Paul versus Woodley, that last fight, Woodley was doing good for the most part. That was Logan Paul, wasn't it? Oh, am I tripping? Didn't Woodley fight Jake Paul? Jake Paul versus... Oh, yeah, he did fight Woodley. Logan Paul fought Floyd. Logan Paul did not fight Floyd Mayweather. Who, Why are you tripping? Who fought Floyd? Logan Paul fought KS, KSI, didn't he? God damn it. These motherfuckers, I don't know who they be fighting. And that was just that. Logan Paul fought Mayweather. <laughs> he fought Logan Paul. Floyd has done some nerd ass <laughs> shit for some money. There's no way one of our greatest should be doing this shit. But you know what? You're right. Well, let me ask you this. He said he's getting dough. He get a hundred million for that. I can't blame him. And that's what people were saying. They were like, if you could pull some of these old boxes out of retirement and say we go <laughs> offer you fifty million dollars. <laughs> but this is the thing. Do y'all really think Mike Tyson will win? And I know we love Mike, and we're gonna think about all of his greatest knockouts. But at fifty five versus a twenty five year old, I don't know. I think the entire Jake Paul thing has been faked. I think from fight one, he's been faked. I was just telling Terrell, the Woodley knockout made zero sense. If you look at the fight, it just didn't, it just, to me, it didn't make sense. It did look, I mean, my thing is the reason why I believe it to be faked is if somebody goes out there and beats uh, Jake Paul's ass, right? Completely embarrasses him, knocks him out. His mm -hmm. money gonna stop. People gonna stop giving a fuck. They gonna start saying, yo, he just got knocked out by this dude. But look at the money that a lot of people involved can make 
if we keep letting Jake Paul win and shock the world. Right. Oh, because the purses are only going to get bigger. Purses only get bigger. People just tune in because they want to see him lose. Low key, it's Floyd's recipe. Mm -hmm. Just regurgitated with something that can connect to YouTube in the streets. Yeah, and it little might kids. be. It might be staged. Dog, think about it. It's little kids asking their parents, can we please get this fight? Because mm -hmm. they want to see this YouTuber. You, it's a dope ass play. Yep. You mix that with, so you mix Logan, or you, you mix the Paul Brothers following, which is millions of people, mm -hmm. with the people that love the person that you about to fight if Mike Tyson fights. And it's going to be hella old niggas tuning in because they love Mike Tyson. They grew up on Mike, so of course they're going to watch. And then, of course, everybody else in the middle. Yeah. But, mate, and then think about it. If I'm Roy Jones and Logan Paul comes to team come to me and say, hey, we want you to fight Logan Paul, but you got to let him win. You have to let him knock you out, and you'll get $25 million. I might do that. That's what they were saying about Woodley. Woodley wasn't going to see no type of money like that. He done fought in the in MMA. UFC. He made more money in his three fights with, with uh, Paul than his whole career. He's not going to make more money than that. And he probably said, oh, I just got to get knocked out. Bet. Fuck it. And I'm not remiss to think that he would do that, y'all. I think my plan is legit. This man, Jake Paul, keeps beating the people that people root for him to lose against. He can be as rambunctious and as obnoxious in his interviews as he wants. And people are going to be like, you know what? There's no way he can beat this dude. I ain't going to lie. When Woodley was getting in the ring, I said, oh, that's it. He got somebody who really got hands. Woodley got in that joint and looked like he didn't even know how to fight for real. That shit had me question the fuck out of boxing. Like, what type of skills do you have to have to box? Because Woodley got in there and it's like, yo, you an MMA fighter. How hard is it to box? Right. Swing. You know what I'm saying? Do something. It seemed like he's never hurt Paul for real. And for him to get knocked out, y'all go look at that fucking knockout. Hit him. He literally hits him. Dude stands stiff like a scarecrow and falls straight down on some movie that shit. That happened before. Boom. It just looked, it just looked, it just falls flat. He falls flat on his face. But I don't want to take nothing away from these Paul Rebels. They definitely can fight. That's why I'm saying y'all better protect y'all great Mike Tyson with that knockout clause because he might get his old ass knocked out. I don't think these dudes. And y'all would be hurt. We was hurt every time this motherfucker win. What if there was a dude who was like, I'm going to play all basketball players one-on-one, -on -one, all old basketball players. And he was talking shit and busting their ass, right? Let they, but he going to pay them. You would start feeling like, okay, by the third person you're playing, you just getting old motherfuckers paid and making us live off of what we love from them. Right. That's where, was it that company Dazzin? That's where they're putting together all of these fights with like Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. It's like people... Oh, yeah. Even nostalgia is running that. Do y'all see that? We are literally in a fucking crisis right now where <laughs> entertainment is all saying, uh, what did they used to do? It's everything. It's the music. It's music, the music is you got to use an old sample, the sample of old song. But they will always be able to live like that because they've been doing that forever. Music was probably the only one who could successfully keep reviving itself with older uh -huh. shit. But movies, entertainment. Movies do it too, but it's just never have never been so overt. Can you imagine if we were seven, eight years old watching people like Mike Tyson fight clowns for money or people like Muhammad Ali in their older age fighting clowns for money? Floyd went across the country and fought this Asian dude, hit him like three times, and the fight was over for money. Yeah. What type of – I don't think Muhammad Ali was just that type of man. 
I just felt like he would have been on different time. Well, that's the thing. People can't compare Floyd to some of these other cats because all Floyd cares about is money. He doesn't give a fuck about standing for anything but money and taking care of his family. That's I think it. more important. I think more so. Floyd only knew how to box, because yeah, you got money and you can invest your money. But like, I, I think about Kobe. You know, Kobe was a Kobe was a dog in basketball, but he also was a skilled writer. And when he was and when he wasn't as skilled as he wanted, he still yeah. did. He had something he wanted to do. I'm starting a film company. Do you know how big that company still will be? You know what I mean? Them yeah. books that he started, Kobe didn't write every word of every book. It was just something that he was passionate about. I feel like Floyd is just like, Floyd to me is an example of people who get money and then you're good at something and then you reach the pinnacle of life and then that's it. Well, Floyd is a great businessman. You can't sleep on Floyd as a businessman and what he's been able to do with Mayweather, produ- Mayweather Promotions. That's true. And opening girls, uh, opening, um, what's it called? Is it girls? Boys and girls club? No, it's a it's a strip club. But he, it's called girls, like girls room or girls. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He got, but he got hella. He has a hella business. Now, one thing I know is he's successful as a businessman. But and Floyd done got people their biggest paydays. He started that wave of. Put it. like this: you being successful as a businessman to me don't mean you creating, you know, or you passionate about it. It just means you got a lot of money and you're trying to move it around. To me, like, are you really passionate about the club shit? Are you really passionate about? Uh, even being a promoter. Well, I mean, a man is worth, what, six, $450, dollars dollars which he says is not true. And that, but he is the, probably what, the wealthiest living boxer. Yeah, he's the wealthiest boxer alive. I'm not sure. I don't know, yeah. Shout out to Floyd Mayweather. Shout out to all the boxers. Uh, shout out to Jake Paul. Shout out to Mike Tyson. You know what? Shout out to these people for, like, getting entertainment, because I, I was thinking about this. If we didn't have them Jake Paul fights, what would we have? Yeah, I mean, it just it does something for people on a certain Saturday where there's nothing else. Instead of me hating on dude, I am going to acknowledge that the shit is fake, but I see what it is. I can literally but see you what y'all are building. No. Dog, I can, you can literally see what they're building. He's going to go out there. If he fights Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson going to lose, and we're going to keep the train going. Who was he beating next? He going to line this shit up to where he got to fight for real. He going to get a real opponent. Right now, it's not about him getting a real opponent. It's about how much money we're going to make. Yeah. I don't but know, yeah. man. Um, I did want to just send some prayers up to Regina King, yeah, um, who lost her son to suicide at the age of 26. He was a year younger than us. Yeah. And she loved her son. I think his name was Ian. Yeah, Ian Alexander. Yeah. And um, it's just sad, man. We love Regina King. She is a fucking, just a l- film legend. Yeah. Probably in some very, very culturally important movies. From the beginning. From the beginning. I mean, Boys in the Hood. Yes. Regina King is literally probably the number one, might be number one of the number, she's top five of black women acting draws to pull right now. If you're going to get Regina King in your movie, you yes. got the top black right. woman right now. Emmys, Oscars. She's done this shit. Right. She is the one who has been winning recently, bro. Regina King, so, and I was talking to my mom about that. I said, like, maybe, I don't know. Well, I just hope that she got to spend real time with her and with with her son and that this was shocking in that way and that it wasn't the classic story of I'm rich and I'm real busy at work and then I'm neglectful to my kids and then they either go off and live a different life or unfortunately... Do what right. her son did, which is terrible. I'm praying that it's not that. Yeah. But you can only help but think. 
Uh-huh. Regina's been in everything lately, you know? She have, and she's been taking on more directing than anything. Uh, that One Night in Miami, she directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Commercials. If you're not familiar with Regina King, she literally is the voice of Riley and Huey from yep. the Boondocks. She was Both Riley Fr- and Huey. Friday, Craig's sister. Poetic Justice. Dead from Friday. Um, Boys in the Hood. She was in uh, Ray. Yeah, like she Dog, just has, she has Jerry Maguire. We can keep going. We can we can go so far. Look, thin line. She has such. So <laughs> she was in Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell looked like Mighty Joe Young, don't he? <laughs> Terrence, you look like him. You really look like Mighty Joe Young. Boy. Okay, who you look like? What's the What's the one that was cleaning the house? That, Son, buddy, so that's funny. What you that look is like. the funniest monkey movie ever. Speaking of the monkeys, did you hear about the CDC? Terrence, hold on, wait. Let me give. All right, hold on, wait. We'll get there. What I did want to say is men's. Mental health. I cannot stress men kill themselves 3.7 times higher than women. Um, and what's more important than that is um, it's not always a comparison either, but it's not always a comparison. It's not said to diminish, you know, women's suicides at all, because between the year 2000 and 2018, right, between like the last 18 years, we don't have a new 18 year supplement. But from 2000 to 2018, Women's suicides grew, but within the last couple of years, that's where we've been seeing the uh, the difference. And so, just it's just something to check on your check on your bros, check on your father, check on your uncles because that's a very real thing. And you know, we talk about that a lot. Three point seven times higher. Last week was probably one of the craziest weeks in football. Just period. Not really. It was just I was. Was I right? I was right on one, two, three. I was three and one. I was right on three out of four games, I think. You was wrong about the Titans. You you also picked Packers. I did not pick the Packers. Yes, you did. Oh, you picked the Niners. I about to say, I picked the 49ers. Did you pick the You picked Packers. I picked the Packers. But I also picked the Bengals. The Bengals should have lost that game. Do you want to acknowledge your Bengals hate? Some Bengals fans said you need to, you need to give it up. Bengals, y'all about to go out there and get smoked, and nobody thinks that y'all about to go out there and win. But you said that the last shouldn't have smoked the cigars. I just think that that's a you know what you said that the last two times they won and they, they played and they won. Let's keep it a hundred Bengals. Who did y'all really go out there and just play? Y'all beat the Raiders and the Titans, the number one seed Titans. Oh, Terrell. So now they're the number. Henry back. So now they're the number one seed Titans. That's just a fact. You didn't look at them like a threat though. Let's keep it 100, Terrell. Terrence, I 100% that they was the number one seed. At first, they had... You just y'all, can't say that. Y'all go back and look at how Terrell talked about the Titans if you thought that they were such a threat. You didn't, th- you didn't think that they were such a threat. You talked confidently was, that the Bengals would beat them, and then you was talking shit when they lost. I thought they were beatable. You clearly tweeted that they was overrated. I think they are overrated, but I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to make it seem like the Bengals had an easy path to I'm the not, AFC Championship game. They played the Raiders and the Titans. Let's just keep it a hundred. Y'all about to play a top dog team now. If y'all, the if Titans y'all, aren't a top dog. The Titans was a test. Terrell, but you just said that they was overrated though, so it's not. Adding I do up. think they overrated. I think the Bengals are a solid or a better team. I just felt like the Bengals beat the Raiders. Okay, the Bengals beat the Titans. I don't think the Titans and Raiders were two of the top teams this year. I think those are cool. Cool, you won those games, but now you're getting ready to go up against a real AFC competitor, bro. Let's keep it on it. You're not going to tell me that because they beat the Raiders. So beating the number one seed 
the, they, in wild card, they beat the wild card Raiders. But then in the divisional, they played the number one seed Titans. And no Who you how didn't I, even believe they no matter, were the number one seed. You didn't even believe that. No matter that. how, what I think about the Titans, because I did think they was overrated. I did say that. But, like, you're going to put the Titans over. You, you literally said the Titans was only up there because of their division. Like, they're number one. They're what? They're 12 and 5. They're 12 and 5. They were the same as the Chiefs. It's like, I don't think anybody really feared the Titans like that once, Brad, once Derrick Henry up. went down. But he was back, and everybody said he was going to rush for 170 yards. Do you know I tweeted that he was only going to have 60 yards at the beginning of the game, and it was like, you're going to delete this. He had 62 yards. If y'all look back, I told y'all he wasn't going to come back and just be game-changer. He had tried to just hurry up and make it back for the playoffs. I think that put a stint in their performance. It might have. All right, come on, new games. We only got two. Oh, and I do have to – I got to um, give the Chiefs their props. I fucking hate y'all so much. I fucking hate the Chiefs so much. But y'all won, and I have to – shout out Chiefs. I have to give y'all y'all props for that. And that was an immaculate game. That weekend of Incredible. football was just crazy. Every game. The yep. Bucks game, the Chiefs game. Yep. We only got two games. They both on Sunday. Um, Bengals, Chiefs, of course, San Francisco and, and Rams. Um, San Francisco, 49ers and Rams. I'm going to go Bengals, Rams. Super Bowl, Bengals, Rams. Let's go. Who they? Who they? I'm going Chiefs, Rams. And that's going to be the Super Bowl that everybody wants to see. Chiefs will beat the Bengals, no question, because the Bengals are not that good. Yep. Shout out to y'all and y'all journey, though. Y'all see, Rams, I think the Rams are going to dodge the 49ers. Come on, the Rams my Super Bowl pick. It's going to be Chiefs, Rams, and y'all already know who I'm picking. Both my picks have quarterbacks that wear nine. Stafford and Burrow. You're picking I don't Mahomes. see how anybody picks or it doesn't pick the Chiefs after they just went out there and did that. Who are they going to go out and lose to? These niggas who've never been this far before? Y'all just went out there and played the Raiders and Titans? Come on, Terrell. So you tell me, Terrell, the Raiders and Titans are the same caliber team as the Chiefs. You ain't going to admit it. I think they beat the Chiefs already. Didn't they? Who was the one who was just saying all of this time about how the Chiefs are different in the playoffs? That, who's, who's been sitting on that soapbox for weeks? Nah, you're right. And I, I, nah, you're right. You are 100% right. But I'm not picking the fucking Chiefs. They can be beat. I think they can be beat, but I think your Bronco fanboyness is starting to peak now. You keep picking against the Chiefs, and it's like you're clearly the, just mad because your Broncos the Chiefs are going to win. But He's, fuck that. <laughs> It's like I'm me picking, picking the against Bengals. the Cowboys every week. Like, but you knew they was fraud. I knew the Cowboys was fraud, but the Chiefs, you know they not fraud. But you keep, you you've been on a soapbox of bigging them, bigging them up, and now they going up against the Bengals. I just feel like, and Leo, you want the Bengals to win so bad. I just feel like Leo when uh, don't look up. He was like, I just hope this. I hope <laughs> these Bengals win. Know what they're doing. <laughs> you like shit. But the reality. All right. Um. I'm picking the Rams. I think that Rams game is going to be, I don't know. The Rams could go out there and lose it to the 49ers. Are you sure you want to pick the Rams? Oh, that's my Super Bowl pick. The 49ers, y'all have definitely – see, the 49ers to me is more is a more impressive. Went out and beat the Cowboys. Went out and beat the Packers. They could definitely go out here and win. But Rams. Rams, let's go. This might be a good-ass <laughs> game, too. <laughs> Rams a- and 49ers I think was a good game earlier in the year. So it's all on Sunday. 
Uh, damn. So 3 p.m. and then 6.30. See, they did the same shit last time. They Then the Bucks almost went to overtime. Yeah. We would have missed the Chiefs game. I'm glad it's not on Saturday. I don't like the Saturday games. Me either. Stop that shit. All right, here we go. This is way too. Your volume all the way up. There we go. Happy Friday, y'all. Enjoy y'all day. Nines up. Till next time. <laughs>